Welcome to NARAL's The Morning After. Each Thursday, our podcast brings you the latest on reproductive health care, progressive politics, and the fight to keep abortion safe and legal. NARAL's The Morning After is a production of NARAL Pro-Choice Ohio. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at ProChoiceOH. Enjoy the show! Hi, I'm Jamie. Hi, I'm Randy. Hi, I'm Gabe. And I loved the debate. (laughs) (laughs) I loved half of the debate. Well, no, like a third of the debate. Didn't they say that she talked about a third of the time? Like the other two thirds could have just gone away. Yeah, Yeah, but I even liked the parts when he was just rambling. Yes, I love... Well, um, I really like I can't hear you at all. You need to actually... uh Uh-oh. Oh, because our microphone's not on. Oh, there we sorry. go. There we go. Technical difficulties because I don't know what I'm doing. Okay. <laughs> um, no, I was going to say, uh, like, a lot of people are, like, mad at Lester Holt for letting him ramble on like that. They're like, oh, mm-hmm. he should have stopped him and told him to stop interrupting. But I'm like, I'm happy he did that yeah. because it let Trump, you know, yeah. do what he does and look like an idiot. So I'm really happy that he just let them... Why he just asked questions and then let them go on about it. I I mean, I think that's the whole point. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in a a normal debate, in a normal year, Mm -hmm. it wouldn't have been. You know, had this been Bush Kerry in 2004 and they were just blah, 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 going after it, people would have been, you know, I think legitimate in saying, hey, this debate needed more moderation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Lester Holt got a lot of criticism for, for staying out. But... I mean, holy shit, this was like an entire different, you know, normally a presidential debate, it's like, you know, it's like Hamilton and Burr with the duel and they come out and they have their seconds and they say the rules. I mean, this was like an MMA cage fight Mm -hmm. and she kicked his ass. Yeah. And, you know, just let him go on. The best part was the split screen because usually you don't, usually like the rules of the debate are like that you only focus in on the person who's speaking at that time because it kind of gives the other candidate a break. I mean, when you're on camera for 90 minutes straight, at some point you're going to make a weird face. Right. (laughs) But, um, and it took Donald Trump about 30 seconds to make his first weird face. Yes. But you could just tell when she was getting under his skin. Like, yeah. Like yeah. I want to play poker with Donald uh-huh. Trump because the man has I just no love the poker wrong, face. Wrong, wrong. <laughs> like, please stop. No, actually, keep going. <laughs> please proceed. Please proceed. <laughs> he was, yeah, um, but. Uh, I, I uh, agree that he, like the first part, he did sound, like I said, I felt he would, I said I w- he felt he would be a mix. Mm-hmm. And at least for the first 30 minutes, yeah. he was a mix because trade, I think, I agree that that is like his thing, like that he's taking that on and like now he's like, you know, I'm the guy to talk about, even though he shipped all of his jobs overseas, but anyway. And traded with Cuba when it was illegal to yeah. do yes, so. I mean, hello. Exactly. <laughs> so um, he's not ethical, but he should know what he's talking about. But, and when he talks about it, just to be honest, he sounds better than she does talking about it because I feel like she really didn't feel like she could really back up NAFTA, um, I guess, the way that she you would want her to. So, But at the I same time, that's still your husband 
put NAFTA in place. Yeah, like, it wasn't what her. the hell is it on her then? Like, yeah, you know, she was the first and lady actually, and they're married. George H.W. Bush was the first yeah, exactly. person to yeah, sign was, up for NAFTA. So it wasn't his, it was it the was first bipartisan. one at that. Yeah, it was a well, renewal yeah. of NAFTA. But like the whole, like the shit your husband did, you're responsible for. I mean, some of it, yes, like the prison stuff and those kind of things do fall on her because she actually did help and put in place Mm -hmm. a lot of those criminal justice pieces that are now causing all kinds of bad, bad, bad things. A lot of people did. I think the CBC endorsed it at the time. Like I feel like a lot of people just felt like it was a really bad time, which it was. So they mistakenly, obviously. Yeah. Right. So that stuff falls on on Hillary too, because she was part of implementing that stuff. But like just randomly blaming Hillary Clinton for shit that her husband did while president is not. No, you can't blame her for everything. And she said, I think I'm going to get blamed for everything. And he said, yeah, why not? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That was amazing. Well, and it was like, we, we talked about it on Monday, you know, how like the sexism piece like really just hits you. And, and it did. I mean, so many of those things. Mm-hmm. Are are things every woman has experienced yes. when in a similar situation? I mean, we've not never been in a presidential debate, but <laughs> have been in conversations or in contentious meetings or those kinds of things where that kind of shit has yeah. happened. Like, yeah. oh, yep, I'm gonna get blamed for everything today. Great, or yeah. you know. are you just talking over me? Like, won't <laughs> yeah. let me get a word out. It's yeah, interrupted seventy times in yeah. ninety minutes. Yeah, and held her poise through the entire oh hour God, and yes. a half. I mean, there was one point like way at the end where she started to just slightly, you could kind of see her scowl when something, I I don't even remember Mm -hmm. what it was, but I was like, oh, don't lose it. And she just sucked it back up (laughs) and held tight. I mean, between that and the Benghazi hearing that, Mm -hmm. you know, we talked about the, the amount of just personal physical restraint that she's been able to exert when people are saying you know, things that are, um, you know, uh, in terms of, you know, professionally incorrect, lobbying these accusations, and then mm-hmm. just incredibly insensitively personal attacks yeah. mm-hmm. that people lob at her. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, every single one of them, she just, you know, calm, cool, collected, mm-hmm. knows exactly how to do that. And it totally threw Trump off. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, there was uh, some point where he was getting ready to hit her. It was on emails. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he starts to throw this punch on emails. And uh, I was sitting there watching with my wife, and she starts cracking up and pointed out that he's so narcissistic that he starts lobbing about emails, which even though, okay, we're all so incredibly tired about hearing about mm-hmm. it, and it's not really relevant, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> he He was actually making the argument in a point where she was... You know, she was going to look bad if it continued. Mm-hmm. And he said, emails, emails. And and this thing about Rosie O'Donnell, and he totally... Couldn't let back, the Rosie and, thing, yeah. Yeah, and, and my wife said, he's so narcissistic that even when he's doing something to his advantage, if it's not about him, he still has to turn it back. And he totally mm-hmm. threw away his entire attack and changed the subject midway through his point to play defense about something that was about him. Mm-hmm. He can't talk about a subject that's yeah. not Donald Trump. That and that so was his weird. undoing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. He's so weird in so many ways. Yeah. yeah. Um, I thought it was painful for me 
Um, I'll be honest, it was painful for me watching both of them talk about race. Yeah. Um, okay. Because neither one of them said the words police brutality at any point in time. Yeah. Um, and they both talked about, you know, uh, getting... Which I agree, we should have gun control, but they were talking about, you know, getting guns out. And, of course, Donald Trump's talking about law and order. And then um, they start to talk about... Uh, uh, President Obama's birth certificate, and he's like, "What do you have to say?" And he's like, "I say nothing." And I'm like, "And that's why you're not <laughs> going to get. Yeah. That's why no, no black and brown people are voting for you because you have nothing to say to us." Like, right, right. That was just, uh, it yeah. was just painful all I, around. I thought there was a moment that I, you know, I thought was good in the discussion on race where mm-hmm. they were asked. Uh, if police have an inherent bias against mm-hmm. black people. Yeah. And she said, not only do police have it, we all have it. Yeah, I like I thought her that answer was a on that. Good yes. acknowledgement. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, I feel you. It, it wasn't as, you know, full was, of a discussion yeah. as it really should have no. been in this year. No. Um, but she, I thought at that one point, she had a really nice, solid yeah. answer there. Is that. <laughs> but to give them credit, though, I, I don't know. Well, not to give them credit, but I guess to give a reality check to the situation is that it was two elderly white people talking about race yeah. to an audience of elderly white people who probably don't want to talk about race. Yeah. Right. And that's how they're going to talk about it. So, mm-hmm. With a black guy moderating who was told not to get in the way. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So. And, and, he, boy. And, yes. and the point where he started fact-checking, it was like an hour into mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Um, it was on stop and frisk where he, yes. yeah, yeah, he couldn't let it go. Could not let it go. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't think it's a coincidence that the black moderator, <laughs> yes. the first time he's opening his mouth to to fact check is on stop and frisk. Yeah, because he was totally lying saying that it wasn't Demon Cop, but it literally <laughs> just happened yeah. that yeah. it was Demon And But no, it's great. It really yeah. works. Like, mm-hmm. we're going to do this. He was wrong. And then people uh, that work for like the New York City Police Department Union start tweeting about how Trump's wrong about this. And yeah. <laughs> they're fact checking. Lo- did you see time. NPR's fact check? I didn't watch it. But I need to go okay. back and check it out. Tell they me did a it. really good one. Like, it, they kept updating it. Like, they, it was mm-hmm. live. So after they got through with, like, the first section, the economy and everything, then they just went back in and was like, well, uh, so-and-so said this, but this is what really happened. And um, this was partly true where these are just, it was just a good, mm-hmm. like, okay, live time action. Right. These really um, are what the facts are. Yeah. Right. Which, of course, Donald Trump doesn't care about. And because apparently Donald Trump, uh, according to him and all of the uh, very unscientific <laughs> polls online, he won by, like, ridiculous <laughs> margins. And did, did you see? I watched yesterday, uh, yesterday uh, on Chuck Todd's show, and he was oh talking to God, a yes. guy. Uh-huh. Yes. And he was like, you you know, right, that these are, I don't, Fan I think it polls. wasn't his show. It was someone yeah. else showing video yeah. later. But anyway, he was like, these are fan polls. Mm-hmm. You already realize they're not scientific. You can refresh mm-hmm. and vote again. And so all of his supporters have gone on there and said that, you know, Trump won the debate. But the guy was still like, no. Well, no, like, he won. He won the polls. He won all the polls. All the polls. <laughs> won all the polls by big, big, we have bigly. Huge he yes. bigly won all the polls. <laughs> exactly. Let's, let's use all of his. Yeah, that was. But on the race That's thing, too, I think the other piece that really struck me was Donald Trump's interpretation of black community. 
Mm-hmm. Yes. That you're living in hell. Every time. You're living in hell. And me yeah. as the white savior is the only one who's going to get you out of that hell. Says yes. the guy who's been prosecuted for racial yes. real estate profiles. Yes. yes. And he which was like, that's actually just harmed thing. black yes. communities. Uh-huh. Exactly. It's like, housing. That's just a thing that happens. And we admitted zero guilt. <laughs> and we just paid a fine. Like, oh, my God. But I'm glad that Hillary came back and was like, wow, you really paint a dire picture Uh of the black community when actually we have a lot to be proud of. And I'm like, exactly. It's like not everybody is living in a hellhole ghetto and and it's uneducated. Like, hello, black women are the most educated group in the United States Mm -hmm. demographically wise. We get the most uh, master's degrees and PhDs. But no, we're living in a hellhole and we need him to come. Yeah. And I was... (laughs) I was just like so it was so funny but so terrible when he was like um you know uh, I believe that in this last um little while I've developed a great relationship with the (laughs) African-American I was like are you serious right now yes and I'm so glad she was like well just listen to what you just heard yeah did you hear what you just yeah in this last little while I've developed a great relationship with them such a great relationship that all of his African-American events are uh, act with white audience. Yes. Exactly. Uh-huh. Well, we got to give uh, Hillary the That's What She Said Award. She talked about um, uh, Trump accused her. I think he was trying to attack her on pneumonia. And she yeah. turned it around and said, you know what? I took some time. I prepared for the debate. She said, I also prepared to be president. Yeah. Boom. And that was great. And she got attacked uh, after the debate. She was overprepared. I'm like, that's not a thing. <laughs> you know what? If the New York Yankees go out yes. and win a game, no one says they practice too much. Exactly. You know, you know why? <laughs> what are the New York ma- Yankees made up of? <laughs> white men. men. Not white men. Men. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. They got a lot of the only people. Men. The only people <laughs> who ever get criticized for being overprepared are women. I mean, yeah. it's... right. Yeah, so. I mean, nobody's going to look at, you know, the Marines after a battle that yeah. they've won and mm-hmm. said, well, you guys overprepared. Overpreparation is not mm-hmm. a it's, thing. You know, yeah. it, it would be if it was distracting from yeah. all of your other duties, which And he she has obviously been didn't prepare at all, and he looked terrible. Right. And it's for Just president. Just like he literally physically mm-hmm. looked like, well, I'm sure y'all heard of what Howard Dean said about him being on cocaine, which is allegedly, we don't know. But I'll say his eyes were very red and he was sniffing a whole lot. It's allegedly a really fine theory. (laughs) (laughs) But not where Howard Dean should have gone, by the way. I mean, that was just stupid and ridiculous. I mean, it just totally switched the debate to Howard Dean's accusing Trump of doing (laughs) cocaine. I mean, and, and I didn't mind it. I, I think I thought funny. it was hilarious because it's still like allegedly and dog. nobody really cares. It's just funny. But I mean, his eyes were really red and he kept sniffing a I lot. Care. Like he was so well, true. He shouldn't be on. I You're mean, running for president. This is the point where, you know, we need to drug test these cocaine. people. Yeah. You know what? That's fine. Yeah. If actually, you're going to be going be down so to the situation room. Cocaine? I don't know. Yeah. I, w- I guess Donald Trump cocaine. I mean, it seems nope, like sorry. a rich That's, person's party drug, so... Yeah, and yeah. running for president, I'd way out of bounds. Yeah. He's going to get nuclear codes. Yeah. It, let's drug test him. I Did they... Have we ever done that before? No, and I think we should. There's so many calls for drug testing. If they're going to get Medicaid yeah. dollars and welfare money, if you're going to yeah. run the Army and the Air Force and the Navy... Yeah. 
Let's have some drug testing. We should. But the problem is Mr. that that's Trump the same the stupid shit that we got pissed off that the right wing did when Hillary had pneumonia. Oh, she's dying of MS or epilepsy or blah. <laughs> take after Howard Dean. Um, you know, like that's just and then stupid she pr- shit. But then she produced medical records. She that had a didn't from a shut doctor. them up. And they kept going and they kept going and we kept yelling about it. If we're going to yell about it on our side, we mm-hmm. need to not do it on, uh, on our side too. I mean, and that's, that's just my two cents on it. Yeah. I, 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 I think accusations as to somebody's medical, uh, situation and, you know, drug use are, I sniff a lot too, and it's yeah, not because I, I use cocaine. And my eyes are probably really red today because I've worked like four 14 hour days this week. And so, like, you know, he's a 70 year old dude running for president. He's probably a little tired and run down. Yeah. So, like, let's, okay. <laughs> let's just like not go all the way crazy. Cause I mean, <laughs> there are a million reasons Jamie's to attack yeah. Donald Trump, and that's just not one of them. You okay. know what yes. is? Is the walk of shame this week. There we go. <laughs> Let's, let's pull Take this train back onto the okay. tracks. The walk of shame. <laughs> so um, there were, just like there were lots of that's what she said moments, so we had to pick one for Donald Trump's walk of shame because there was no doubt that he was the walk of shame yes. candidate for the week. There were just so many to choose from. Um, so at the end, um, he was trying, Hillary was attacking him on his treatment of women and used a beauty queen, which, which Gabe has. Alicia the, Machado. There you go. Randy remembers names today. Good job. <laughs> I know. I'm, I usually never do. <laughs> and so um, she won Miss Universe mm-hmm. and, then, um, and then I guess gained weight. <gasps> oh, my goodness. Like 100% of Americans do. <laughs> Like she's you know. not always going to be as skinny as she was when she won the Miss Universe pageant. Shockingly, exactly. yeah. Shocking. <laughs> I'm also not as you know thin and everything as I was when I ran previous campaigns. I mean, you all we all gained yes. weight after things. So yeah, so um, she gained weight, and so I guess he called her um, Miss Piggy. Miss Piggy, and then because she was Latina, Miss yeah. Housekeeping, because that's the only reason you would like a Latina woman. Um, and so, so yeah, he, he attacked her there and then this morning went on a ridiculous Twitter five rant. Five in the morning. At 5.30 in the morning, Donald Trump went on a Twitter rant mm-hmm. <laughs> accusing Crooked Hillary of, um, getting her a visa and citizenship into the United States so that she could use her against Donald Trump and that the real person against women is Hillary Clinton because of Bill. But he's not going to talk about that. Because he doesn't want to go there. So, yeah, Donald Trump gets his walk of shame for his latest ridiculous, stupid attack. Yes. And it really goes back to, it's really funny they were talking about this this morning, goes back to this narcissism on Donald Trump's part. It's the same exact way after he attacked the Khan family at during the yes. convention. This happened Monday. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, Monday night. Yeah. It's Friday. Yeah. Like he it went hurt the him. very next day and talked about yeah, it. On he doubled Fox down. News. Yeah, so yeah. he doubled down on it Tuesday morning. Oh, she got fat. She gained weight. There's it's a not problem sad. with if that. If she would have uh, not gotten fat, she could have possibly been his stepmom. <clears throat> I'm just gonna leave that one alone. Yeah. Um. So. <laughs> so. So yeah. So he doubles down on it Tuesday and gets attacked for it again, and it makes him look even worse with women. Yeah. Right. 
And then on Friday morning, he goes on a Twitter rant about it again, bringing it up again, making right. it hurt him even worse. Like, yes. dude, let it go. Exactly. Accusing crooked Hillary of bad judgment. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> By continuing yeah. to scream about, yeah. yeah. Right. I'm surprised we didn't pick Rudy Giuliani could be um, the walk of shame as well. Oh, yeah. For him saying that Hillary <laughs> is too stupid to be president because she stayed with Bill. Mm-hmm. Um after his infidelity and it's like who are you to talk like look at everything that you've done but okay let's let's just bring this back i don't like attacking people for you know infidelity and you know because those are personal things and whatever but like hillary clinton was the wife of a cheating husband yeah donald trump was the cheater right and we're attacking Hillary exactly. in this situation? Right. What the hell? Like, it's just, it's so over the top that it's just, yeah. like, I want to, like, I, I actually read, somebody posted the article and was like, um, dear Rudy Giuliani, I think you misspelled Trump. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> if there's one person too stupid to be president, it is not Hillary Clinton. Yeah. Exactly. The most qualified candidate to ever run for the presidency. So this week <clears throat> has taken sort of all of these previous things that we've understood about Donald Trump, the Mm -hmm. uh, hatred for Latinos, uh, you know, hatred for the black community, and really brought it into focus with Mm -hmm. discussions on race, with not only uh, his general mistreatment of Latinos and the accusations that Mexicans are rapists, but now we have this solid single example (laughs) You know, from from years ago, where it was highly documented, yeah. Uh, of you know, he's not going after Latinas; he's going after this woman, mm-hmm. and you know, he's attacking her because she's a woman. He's attacking her, you know, because she's uh, because she's Latina. Um, you know, I I think the debate has really helped focus this race. Um, mm-hmm. You know, that combined with the thing that you mentioned about you know doing business with Cuba during the embargo. Um, he's really at risk of, of losing or, you know, or, or never gaining mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, huge voting demographics that he absolutely needed. Um, yeah. So this was a great week for Hillary. She, she yeah. played uh, a very good game this week. So Ohio, get your freaking acting gear and stop being stupid. That's yes. all I got to say. We're going to leave it leave yes. with that quote. Um, and so speaking of Ohio, the next thing in their agenda is to talk about uh, Ohio voter registry. You have until October 11th to go out and register to vote. Uh, if you are already registered to vote, something very important we want to talk about is confirming your registration because the state of Ohio uh, went after um, many uh, parts of uh, the voter registry mm-hmm. uh, to remove people from the polls. Secretary Over of one State. million people. Yeah, lots of people. Um, so uh, go to myohiovote.com. Uh, ironically, that is the Secretary of State's website. Um, or ohiounitycoalition.org. Uh, and you can check, you can look up your own voter registry, make sure that your name, address, mm-hmm. All your information is correct. Do that before October 11th, because then if there's any problems, you can file mm-hmm. a correction and make sure that your registry is on file and you're going to get to vote. Did y'all get something in the mail? Because I got something in the mail like a week or two ago. 
Their, just your con- absentee ballot or a confirmation of voter I think it was an absentee ballot I think it was an absentee, request. Yeah, yeah, yeah. ballot request. <laughs> yeah. And if you received that, most likely your registration is active and and good. But even if you received that mail, I go back and, and just make sure um, 100% right. that you know what's going on. And also that you know, like, which precincts and those kinds of things you're in. Because, like, yeah. my polling location, most polling locations have more than one precinct. So you've got to hit the right table. Because right. our Secretary of State has also ruled that if you, I think my precinct is, like, 19H. And if I went to 19F instead which in my Which might same, be across the gym. Yeah. It's at the table right next door to where I'm standing. Um, and try, and I'm not in the books, and I insist, and I take a provisional ballot at that table in the same room, my vote at that table will not count because I was at the wrong precinct. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you're not in the poll book and you think you should, and you've checked your registration and you should be in the poll book, you need to check the other precincts in before taking a provisional ballot and make sure that you're voting in the right place because if you cast a provisional ballot in the wrong location, it will not be counted. Yeah. Um, so, so there's all kinds of ridiculousness. Um, one of the people who's really taken the lead on, um, all these things is state representative Kathleen Clyde from Kent, Ohio. Um, she is fabulous and amazing, has been fighting all of this voter registration, purging and those kinds of things. He said purged more voters than any other state. Ohio is number one for purging voters from the voting rolls. Wow. wow. So, you know, kudos goes to mm-hmm. Kathleen Clyde for really taking the lead and being, mm-hmm. as, as Gabe wrote on our agenda, a voting rights superhero yes. um, here in the state of Ohio. Um, so go, Kathleen. Keep winning. Um, of course, Husted appealed the court ruling on the purge. So the people who were purged are supposed to be back in there uh-huh. because we won right. a court ruling staying the purge, stopping the purge from happening, um, of course. Husted, because he wants to be governor in 2018, is continuing to try to purge these people out by appealing mm-hmm. that court ruling. So right. we'll see what happens there. So yeah. the court ruling that you're mentioning, the U.S. Sixth, court, Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals, uh, they overturned a lower court decision to order John Husted to keep these names on the rolls and to stop purging voters for not voting. Uh, Kathleen Clyde put out a press release. Um, she put it out on National Voter Registration Day, which was last week. Um, no, that was Earlier this week, Uh, she said, (laughs) we're elated to say that uh, Ohio voters will no longer have to worry that Secretary Houston will randomly select them to be unregistered simply because they don't vote in every election. This landmark victory, this is a landmark victory for voters, one that is so huge it has the capability of changing the election outcome in Ohio. So uh, bravo, Representative Mm -hmm. Clyde, but uh, we need to make sure that... um, that Houston doesn't continue to, yeah. to make yeah. additional efforts. Um, but regardless, everybody can make sure that their voter registration is on file. Mm-hmm. MyOhioVote.com. Uh, we'll put the link to that uh, and the Ohio Unity Coalition in the show notes. Go and confirm your voter registration to yeah. make sure that you can vote. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's good. I'm glad they stopped the purge. Um, but I also uh, read that... Possibly Ohio this year that Hillary might not need Ohio to win. I know, but I still want Ohio to go for Hillary. No, because, I still want like, it to as well. But I just think that that's very word. interesting um, that she might, that is so bad <laughs> for uh, Trump in other swing states mm-hmm. um, that she might not even need us to win. That but she does need us to win. And Ted Strickland <laughs> needs us. 
Yes, and Ted Strickland needs us and all of our Democrats down the ticket and everything else. So still vote everyone. Yes. No, I'm not telling people not to vote. But that's what people hear when you say Oh, okay. No, you should still (laughs) vote. (laughs) She still needs us. (laughs) And come on, people. I do not live in a state that would elect Donald Trump. I refuse to (laughs) believe that. So the citizens of Ohio need to back me up on that shit. Because, like... Yeah. Dude, I go to enough national political <laughs> um, conversations around this country that I yeah. do not want to be the person from Ohio that everybody looks at and goes like, what the hell? Yeah. Because that's what happened after John Kerry. They're like, what happened in Ohio? And I was like, yeah. dude, I want all my precincts. Somebody else screwed up. <laughs> I had a set of precincts I was in charge of in Cleveland and I was running and all of them went the right way. Somebody else yeah. screwed that shit up. But yeah. Right. yeah. Go Ohio, go vote, please. Uh, and yeah, the the fact that it was Ohio that put President Obama, I mean, that's mm-hmm. always going to be a, a memory in my yes. mind of, of seeing that it was Ohio yeah. that put uh, him over the top in terms of electoral votes. And then seeing the, um, the video from, then I was working for Planned Parenthood, from mm-hmm. in their national headquarters and just seeing their war room yeah. explode with joy when they called Ohio. <laughs> and I was like, uh-huh. oh, that's us. Me, 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 me. Yeah. Yeah. So that was really great. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ohioans are getting new encouragement to vote for Hillary uh, that mm-hmm. they've never gotten before. Uh, the Cincinnati Inquirer endorsed Hillary. Uh, it's the first time since, I believe, Warren G. Harding that they've yes. endorsed a Democrat. <laughs> wow. Uh, which means that they didn't invo- in- endorse President Obama either time. Mm-hmm. But now they like, uh, they like Hillary. Um, so, um, uh, they said our country needs calm, thoughtful leadership to deal with the challenges we face at home and abroad. We need a leader who will bring out the best in all Americans, not the worst. That's why there's only one choice when we elect the president in November, Hillary Clinton. Yes. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. At least they had a backbone. Unlike USA Today. <laughs> Like, seriously, like the first time you ever weighed in to a political endorsement and your endorsement is don't vote for Trump. Yeah. Like, especially especially after this week when the libertarian candidate couldn't even freaking name another world leader. Uh (laughs) You've got a Green Party candidate that's not pulling more than 3% of the vote and, you know, has some really kind of not so mainstream scientific opinions and, frankly, is not qualified to be president either. Couldn't find Columbus with a jet plane. Yeah, couldn't find Columbus (laughs) with a jet plane. Her staff flew her into Cincinnati instead of Columbus for her Columbus rally. You'd miss that one. Yeah, they they didn't know. So, yeah, especially when the sense... her plane? No, no, no. It was like a, she booked commercial. She doesn't have a private plane because she's not that fancy. Oh, okay. They booked her on a commercial airline flight into the Cincinnati Northern Kentucky Airport. That's the name of it, by the way, because it is actually in Kentucky, not mm-hmm. Ohio. So they actually flew her into Kentucky for an, a, a rally in Columbus, Ohio. Yeah, she was two hours late because they had a driver from Cincinnati to Ohio because they couldn't book it right. So, yeah. Wow. So, you know, dear USA Today, if you think Donald Trump isn't qualified, you've got to think 
Yeah. That Jill Stein and Kisha Johnson are also not qualified. Therefore, there's only one other person who is. Yeah. Right. So don't do the lame, <laughs> ridiculous, spineless move of just saying, don't vote for Donald Trump. You've right. got to actually endorse Hillary Clinton to yeah, get props. They, I'm they sorry. Endorsed, yeah. They endorsed against Donald <laughs> Trump. They said from the day he declared his candidacy 15 months ago, uh, through this week's first presidential debate, Trump has demonstrated repeatedly that he lacks the temperament, knowledge, steadiness, and honesty that America needs from its presidents. They didn't say vote for Hillary, <laughs> but they said, I mean, the headline uh, is Trump is unfit for the presidency. Well, I mean, I don't think endorsements, the newspaper endorsement is going to move anybody anyway. It is, I mean, it is cool that all of these people who have never endorsed um, a Democrat are endorsing, um, like the Arizona Republic. Right. They're doing it for the first mm-hmm. time, too. Um, but again, I mean, it's cool, but I don't think it's, nobody really cares. It's I, like yard signs. I think if you're an honest-to-God swing voter, and we always ask, mm-hmm. who the hell are these idiots <laughs> who don't know? Who are these people? I, I think if you're an honest-to-God swing voter, uh-huh. the USA Today, which is kind of the swing voter's newspaper, <laughs> you know... Uh, I mean, really, I, does anybody really read that except when they're staying in a hotel? I mean, who <laughs> reads that newspaper when it's not delivered yeah. to your door it's not at in front a of hotel? Bob Evans. I always picture. <laughs> is it free? Not outside of Bob Evans. There's always, there's always a copy laying around. Yeah, you're going to Bob Evans. It's Sunday morning. You're waiting in line for way too long for these shitty pancakes. It's ha- and yeah. you sit there and you read the paper. That's, that's like my visualization of your average swing boater. Okay. Sunday morning pancakes of Bob Evans, and they're going to pick up the USA Today, and they might see that. And I, I think that that, you know, yeah. will make people think, "Oh, I can't vote for that guy." Yeah, I guess I'll vote for Hillary. But, okay, yeah, that's true. So but I, 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 I think like it does that, something. But I, yeah, I agree with Jamie though that it. There's like there's a lack of enthusiasm on our side right now. The people who are voting for Donald <laughs> Trump, like they're excited, like they're definitely voting, like they're his people. <laughs> and then on our side, like yes, we have people who are excited, but we still have a lot of people, especially like young people, um, young people of all races, um, who are not that excited. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I don't think that seeing something like that, if they are a true swing voter, that that's really going to be like, oh, okay. Yeah. It's like because they weren't going to vote for Trump anyway. So, I mean, who cares? They already are like, I'm already not voting for Trump. Like, I think some of them to. are, though, because I think some of them are full, falling into that anything but Hillary kind of camp and, you know, are, are justified. I mean, you've seen it with... Ted Cruz and and all those people who you know have finally come around to endorse him, which they does not like include. But they were like, or all, but they yes. were if they were already Republican anyway. I, I don't consider them a swing voter though, or independent voter. If no, they but were they, going but to. if they, but if they felt like you know the uh, it's the anything but Hillary kind of camp, you know that you know I can excuse these behaviors. You know, I wasn't saying Ted Cruz is is those types of people. I'm saying that the same kind of arguments. You know, mm-hmm. the, the whole idea of, you know, I'll just hold my nose and vote for Donald Trump because he isn't that bad. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, he is, actually. Yeah. Hillary is actually the not that bad candidate in that camp if you're really going to go vote on that kind of thing. And, you know, so the USA Today should have said that. I'm I mean, like, the sentence yeah. you just I read, just, you could have turned I'm around. Because like, now <laughs> I'm just thinking, yeah, who is this person who's holding their nose to vote for Donald Trump as- 
saying that he's not as bad as Hillary. Like, because he's just saying those things to get voted elected. He doesn't really believe them. I mean, we've seen quotes from those kinds of people. Like, yeah, I just don't I believe that true. he's that racist. Or, but I feel like those people are his that are saying that are his supporters anyway. Not really. No, the, his supporters are like, woohoo, he's racist and so am I. Well, no, because they interview some of his supporters and they're like, we don't like that he's talking mm-hmm. about this beauty queen or that he's saying this other thing. Like, we're still going to support him, but we wish he would just talk about the issues. And I feel like those people, like, they were supporting him. They're going to support him anyway because they want change or whatever. Yeah. Um, but there's still a lot of them still say, who are in his camp at his rallies, mm-hmm. but they still say, I don't yeah. like some of those things that he says. And I don't know. I just feel like independent people who are like, I don't like some of the things. I, I feel like those people are already like he's definitely the worst out of the two of them. I don't feel mm, like those no, people. No. Okay, maybe not. I don't think so. Maybe there's a few. I'm just like, really, though? Okay. <laughs> that seems, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the last paper we want to talk about is the Akron Beacon Journal. It's the only other paper in Ohio that's issued a presidential endorsement uh, other than Cincinnati Inquirer. The Canton uh, Repository endorsed nobody. They actually wrote a column for the express purpose of endorsing nobody, which they did four years ago. So it's just their their shtick, whatever. That's hilarious. Uh, whatever. Akron Beacon Journal, um, they said the focus in this race belongs to the breadth, uh, breadth of her record and what Hillary would bring to the presidency, her appreciation of what it takes to govern and her grasp of how to do so. She is resilient, tested, and calm. She knows her way around the partisan battles. This country doesn't need a revolution. It isn't a wreck. It requires the right brand of change. So the Akron Beacon Journal wrote... Um, of all of these, probably the the best straightforward. Hillary is the right person uh-huh. for the job. Mm-hmm. Um, so, see, see USA Today. That's how you do it, right? <laughs> right. You turn that sentence around yes. that Gabe read and say that Hillary Clinton is all these things because yeah. that is the truth. Yes. Uh, so we'll probably see many more uh, newspaper endorsements. Uh, we'll go over those in future weeks. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what the dispatch does because they're another one that always endorses the Republican. So. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> uh, so we had a fun day yesterday. Yes. Things were, we are put in the category of things we are really, really excited about. Yes. Hillary Clinton and our patients advocates. Yes. So Patients Advocates, if folks don't remember or haven't listened before, is actually a group project between um, Narrow Pro-Choice Ohio, preterm, um, the Ohio Religious Coalition for Reproductive Choice, and our amazing best friends at New Voices Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's a cohort of 10 fellows who were patients at preterm. Fellows as in fellowship. Yeah, fellowship, Yes. Ten amazing women um, from really all walks of life. It was really, you know, we really Mm -hmm. set out with a goal of having a really diverse on all levels group of women and accomplished it, which we're really excited Mm -hmm. about. I mean, from high school graduates through a woman with a law degree, white, black, Latina, you know, biracial, all all these things, economic levels, jobs, number of kids. I mean, all all, all the different kinds of levels. Um, so they've been being trained on how to become an advocate um, mm-hmm. from b- just being a patient um, so that we have more of these voices out there because yeah. we are not the storytellers. We shouldn't be telling other women's stories. We should be training up and empowering women to to share their own stories as as they feel fit and necessary. So these um, ten women have been going through this program since I think March or so. Um, 
yesterday we brought them to Columbus and they did two panel presentations, one for the OSU Med Students for Choice, um, kind of talking to the next generation of doctors about how they should treat women who have had abortions. And then um, they came downtown Columbus and did a policymaker um, legislator panel, mm-hmm. mostly with legislative staff. Um, State Representative Kent Smith did come, which was awesome. And they, you know, just really shared how laws impact them and how, you know, because, you know, you talk about, you know, the building on the hill where they passed down the laws and, you know, we never really hear from the people who are impacted the most from them. Mm -hmm. So they were really amazing. They shared their stories. They were very open with their experiences and really told it what like it like it what like it is you know mm-hmm. this is how they feel as citizens of Ohio who have had abortions what the legislature does makes them feel like fill in the blank and it was it was a really good I I really enjoyed it I think people really got a lot yeah. out of it I do too so um hopefully we'll we'll hear more from them they did uh, amazing at the concert oh, yes. um you know, they, mm-hmm. they've read uh, the poem. Um, I mean, they opened for Sia. I mean, come they on. They opened for Sia. Jessica <laughs> Williams referred to them as an abortion uh, supergroup. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so you know, watch this space. We'll see more yeah. from our patients mm-hmm. to advocates uh, in future weeks. Yeah. So, uh, you want to sing us out? Let's get it on. <laughs> okay, yes. Um, phone banks, phone banks, phone banks. Um, it's getting closer to time. It's already so today, September 30th. 39 days. 39 days. Oh my God. 39 days. That's very scary. Um, <laughs> and really exciting. Can it be tomorrow? I know, really? Can it though? Um, but yeah, so we're going to continue to phone bank um, to get our supporters out. Let them know how important this election is, um, and we're going to vote in pro-choice champions like all the way down the ballot um, because there's. I mean, we need to get Hillary in, but we need to also get people in who are going to help her to realize her agenda. Otherwise, this <laughs> would all be for nothing if we don't also get you know at least the Senate. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so we need to um, phone bank call. Uh, we're going to be doing a postcard party in the Cincinnati area October 9th from 2 to 4. But I'll be sending out an email to people in the area so you all can come. And we'll send out postcards to our supporters also, reminding them to go out and vote. Um, and if you're interested in doing that, you can still do that as well. As well as if you're not you know, close to a city, you can phone bank from home. Uh, volunteer at ProChoiceOhio.org. And we'll be re- resending out, like I said, um, again, an opportunity for you to sign up to uh, come into the office to phone bank, do it from home, or host a party um, to remind you of all the dates. And because we've added in some more dates, too, because it's really important. And it's really, really, really tight in Ohio right now. Yeah, and then yeah. there's there's a couple other events coming up in Cleveland on October 29th. Yeah, the 29th. Um, they're actually going to do kind of a March rally to early vote. Um, so starting somewhere, we're still finalizing the um, the details. Gabe will put the Facebook event um, in the show notes. But going from somewhere near Cleveland State, um, marching to the Board of Elections where early vote is happening and then having everybody early vote. There'll be rides for people who can't walk. Um, And then we'll be joining with our partners at America Votes for the Get Out the Vote um, 
kind of period that's also going to start on the 29th. So we'll be working with them on the 29th and 30th and then through the weekend before uh, and the days before election day, um, canvassing all over the state of Ohio. There'll be staging locations all over Ohio. So keep stay tuned for an email on that and sign up for canvas shifts. Um, to really make sure that our supporters and our people get out to vote because it is so important this year. Mm-hmm. Everybody's doing it. You should do it too. Uh, find us on Facebook uh, and then search for our events. The event Jamie talked about is called Your Voice, Your Vote. Saturday, October 29th, starting at 1 p.m., going from uh, Cleveland State to the Cuyahoga County Board of Elections of your, in Cleveland. Uh, obviously, if you don't vote in Cuyahoga County, you can't vote at the Cuyahoga County Board of Elections. <laughs> no, you cannot. Um, <laughs> Go for moral might, support. <laughs> might want to mention that to folks. Um, but yeah, a bunch of great opportunities to vote early. Um, can't vote often, but... Vote early and then for often take <laughs> other people Trump to vote. That's what Trump thinks we're yes, doing. often take your people. <laughs> we're voting nine times. Like, no, not really. Bring nine neighbors. Yeah, bring nine yes, neighbors. Yes, bring yes. nine neighbors. Who are voting the right way. Yep. Yes. And if we'll they're s- not, leave them at home. <laughs> And we'll see everybody next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.